0: Hello, this is Amida Switlow, I'm at CUSO VSO West Office in Vancouver and we have a a wonderful visitor today, Jocelyn Barnyard. is that how I say it? Banyard. Banyard, sorry. (laughs) And Jocelyn, uh, you served with CUSO in what year, do you remember? I
1: was uh, in Zambia from 91 to 94.
0: So you had a longer term than usual.
1: Yes, I extended, and uh, I would have extended longer, except I felt at that point that I needed to come back and get more education, so I had more to offer when I returned. What did you go, uh, with what education did you go? I had a fine art degree from Emily Carr. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah. And uh, what did you go to do? I went to work in a cultural museum uh, in the capital of Lusaka. My job description was that there was a museum and I was going to be doing revolving exhibitions. And when I arrived, the museum hadn't finished construction and there were no employees except for the director. So the first job I did was uh, I got the construction finished and I put up the first exhibition. And by that time I realized that um, my time wasn't going to be well served if I stayed in the museum. So I decided to do an extension program where I linked all the different organizations that worked in the arts together and uh, did some skills training with them. So that's what I did. Wow, so in terms of skills training, what
0: kind of skills?
1: Uh, well, one of the main things was uh, writing applications and uh, drumming up money. Yeah, grants. From donors, yes, we did a lot of grant writing. I focused on uh, women's, in the arts and in the crafts and uh, women's income generation. I also did for my own peace of mind. I needed a stress relief. So I worked for street kids twice a week and uh, had a ton of fun, I must say.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. So all these years later, um, that country still beckons you, I see.
1: I'm actually from Zambia. I was born in Zambia oh, okay. <laughs> and I uh, focused on getting a job in Zambia and I was lucky enough that QSO uh, created this position and I got to do that.
0: So we'll call you as Zambian Diaspora.
1: Yes, I'm a Canadian immigrant Yeah, <laughs> with many others.
0: <laughs> like, like me from Uganda. It's yeah. that, 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 that connection to Africa is a deep one.
1: Oh, it definitely is. It's uh, my other home. and. Yes. Uh, I have a feeling that I need to give back. Yeah.
0: And so these days, you're planning to go back again in December, and I think you're planning
1: to do some, you've got some property there maybe, and some special projects. Yes, my partner and I bought a wonderful piece of property in Siavonga, which is a tourism area, uh, has a lot of game fishing. It's on a huge lake, a oh. man-made lake. There's a big dam there. And uh, the property has a dormitory on it, a lodge, and it has been having visitors like, you know, the Japanese Embassy and groups like that come. So we'll probably do some more of that. I'm hoping to link up with uh, some volunteer organizations and have groups come out. Um, And I want to continue some of the volunteer work that my family does in Zambia. My family has uh, a number of projects and has had them for 20 years this year. We've been running these projects, so wow. I want to expand. We're, we're presently working in the Monsi area, which is about three hours away. So I want to continue those projects and expand them into the siavanga district. Wow. Yeah.
0: So if there are any return volunteers that are heading to Zambia in the next uh, year, please come and visit. Come visit. Yeah, they might be
1: able thing. to stay at your lodge. That's right. It's it might beautiful be all place. functional it's, and ready. It's, oh, it's going to. Well, even if it isn't, people can come. <laughs> There's lots of rooms. We've got 16 beds. and yeah. It's on a peninsula that sticks right out into the lake. It's incredibly. It's near town, but not. Uh, you know, it's like five minutes from town. It's it's incredibly peaceful. It's a beautiful place.
0: What's the name of it so that we can
1: find it? The town I'm in is Siavonga. Yes. And S-I-A, V-O-N-G-A. And the name of the lodge, have you named it? We haven't named it. Right now it's, the place we bought was called Niami Niami. Our company name is an extension of our company here in Canada. We have a company here called Camel Production. So uh, when we formed a company in Zambia, we called it Camelambia. (laughs) It was a spur of the moment Had to make it right there as we were sitting in front of the lawyer.
0: <laughs> yes. So it might just be the name of the lodge. We never know. but
1: It might be. Everybody knows us there. It's a small community. That's one of the nice things about Zambia. Uh, everybody knows everybody. It's a small world.
0: Now, we're going to be doing a market day together, and you'll be selling products from Zambia. Are uh, from artists made by
1: artists? Uh, from village artisans. I We work with four income-generating groups. Three of them are with women and one of them is a a male headed group. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, The original group is called Malambo and they do textiles. Now the tradition comes out of the 1930s when my grandmother started teaching handwork in uh, Zambia. Mm -hmm. And we've got a collection of their work that goes from the 30s right up to today. Uh, There are 33 positions in the group and they're inherited or sold or rented out. Uh, And the women do magnificent work. It's um, constantly changing. It Hmm. uses local fabrics. Uh, They do an incredible, about 30 stitches per inch, which is phenomenal. And it's just delightful. Colorful? Colorful. We do do, um, bedspreads, baby duvets, a lot of functional things. Aprons for children, shopping bags, lots of things. It, it's constantly changing because they get bored and nothing is ever mm. duplicated. Um, then the other group we have is called Lusenpoko. Poco ladies, uh, and Poco means development. And the and Poco ladies uh, also do handwork. They have done a lot of felt work, uh, toys for children. They're doing masks right now for kids which sell like hotcakes, egg cozies, and they also do a value-added product where they take the Zambian traditional baskets and they dye them, which is the first group in Zambia to do a value-added product with these fantastic baskets. They're they're really stunning. Um, We have Sanford and and his ladies, and Sanford uh, does paper mache. And at this point, he does mainly bowls, and the, the people he works with are uh, children who are affected by, um, with AIDS, HIV. Uh, and his stuff is going well as well. He uh, loves his job, though we, when I first started teaching him how to do this, he I felt unconfident about it. I hadn't done paper mache since high school. And yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was feeling very embarrassed about the whole process. Yes. And uh, <laughs> a week after I started, he came up to me one day and he said, uh, Jocelyn, I just love my new job. <laughs> and I said to him, it's not a job, this is your business. It's not mine, it's yours. But uh, what he's really got excited about is the painting. And he's doing pointillism decorating, which is quite beautiful. Um And then the last group, which is still in the process of finding exactly how we're going to work, is doing uh, chicken rearing. Um, there was an issue about protein in the village. Uh, they had lost their uh, their usual source of uh, cheap eggs and chickens. So we uh, started a small group with some women who had a one lady has 16 children and the other lady has 10 and you know she's HIV and her husband is has passed and uh, there's a third lady as well they're all in the similar situation where they desperately need some money and they're doing layers right now but i think no they're doing broilers which are birds you raise to eat i think they're going to change over and do village yeah. chickens which are layers which are hardier need less um, maintenance, can be free range and are producing the eggs which is a constant trickle of money. So next time I'm there we'll help them do that transition. Wow. Uh, yeah. And then you know, we also do a lot of other things, uh, the family has a scholarship program, we have about 50 kids that uh, we are supporting in secondary school, mm-hmm. uh, a couple in university, uh, a couple in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, And a couple of school leavers. And school leavers are kids who had to drop out of school for whatever reason, normally because their parents died and they don't have the ability to go, the funds to continue. So um, Mm -hmm. our scholarship program covers those kids and is always in need of support. Then we also, my mother is an ex teacher and uh, curriculum developer. So on that and we are working on developing infrastructure in the local village schools around us. She also does continuing training with the teachers. Uh, I go in and I do art classes with the kids. Um, we also work on whatever the teachers come and ask us for. It's very much whatever the community is asking for, we try and respond to um, on limited resources. Right. Um, so if people want to support you
0: in your work, mm-hmm. um, can they contact you, Jocelyn?
1: They can. They can uh, email me yes. uh, at my work email, which is joc yes. at camel Design, That's c a m e l d e s i g n dot com. or my personal uh, email address is oh, yes. m- mice are nice. Oh yes, mice are nice. and that's m i c e. Yeah. A-R-E-N-I-C-E at hotmail.com So that's mice are nice at hotmail.com So if
0: there's anyone that wants to support great work in Zambia contact Roslyn yeah. and uh, she, she's a local so she actually knows the country and uh, we're so happy that you were able to serve with us and oh, reconnect.
1: I, I had an absolutely fantastic time with you sir I really did and I met uh, amazing people who have gone on to be even more amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Really have. Yeah. Like you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Thank
0: you so much, Jocelyn. And have a good time in Zambia I hope to visit you. I hope you do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.